When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I'm your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the President of the United States of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you feeling? We're feeling uh, strong. I'm, I'm doing rallies every day. Uh, no masks, no social distancing, no condoms, and we are... <laughs> Having a great time. The the it's called the enthusiasm. It's called enthusiasm and sleepy Joe. Why, why, why do you why do you slur that word enthusiasm? I don't think I slurred anything. No drinking, by the way. Never never had a drink in my I life. I know. Can you say that again? Enthusiasm. You know, it's called enthusiasm. Okay, and there's no enthusiasm for Joe Biden. There's none. He's everybody's <laughs> like, I guess I'll vote for Joe, and then they don't. And the people love me. My people, they are so excited. They're so excited to vote for me. It's a, it's, it's a beautiful thing. You call him Sleepy Joe, but it sounds like you fall asleep at the beginning of enthusiasm when you no, say it. It's, you know, it's a long, it's a, it's a nice word because we've got a lot of it. We've got a whole lot of it. Believe oh. me. Mr. President, I just want to tell our listeners uh, that this week on Thursday, we are, you have the debate with, uh, with Joe Biden, and it will be a special post-recap um, debate episode with a Q&A with the president. That'll be 10.30 p.m. Eastern. We're actually time calling it a QAnon. We're calling it a QAnon now, not a Q&A. Okay, we're going to call it a QAnon. <laughs> it's 10.30 p.m. Eastern. It's only for Perfect 10, only going up for Perfect 10. So patreon.com slash MPGA. Um, if you want to join, if you want to join the Q&A or listen to this very powerful, it it won't be, but it could be the last debate of my political career. So I think people would want to upgrade to the Perfect 10, even if they can't do the QAnon they can join and listen to the episode the next morning I think because this isn't the fake news. This is, they, they hear the real stuff when I do our Q and ons with our great Patreon Patriots. I think it's crazy, Mr. President, that you actually said this might be your last debate. I, I, I've never heard you speak that way. Like those words would never come out of your mouth. Well, is, is this COVID you know talking? No, 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 no COVID. The, Although a single mom at an Arizona rally did jerk me off. So I, I feel like I've lost a little bit of my mojo temporarily, temporarily. Uh, but no masks, by the way, no masks. <laughs> and no, I know that the Democrats, the Democrats are looking to steal the election. I don't know what they'll do, 
they are so unpredictable. They're so nasty. They're totally corrupt. So in a just and fair election, I should win. I should win so strongly, but with the tricks and the nastiness and the, they're scum. They're, they're, they're dirty scum. That's what the Democrats are. And I can't predict what they're going to do. Well, Mr. President, their COVID cases are spiking around the country now. You are doing your rallies, like you said, no social distancing, no masks. Now, no condoms. Thing, no condoms. I, the condoms. I, I, I forgot that. Because well, we have to procreate. If we're going into the red states, the Democrats are trying to take over. So I'm encouraging all our very smart uh, people who don't believe in science. You got to start having strong kids. You got to start having lots of kids. Okay. Little Mountain Dew Drops. That's what I call the children of my supporters. Totally, totally great people. We need a lot of them. Uh, <laughs> well, Mr. President, um, you, you said that people are getting tired of hearing about COVID. I understand that, Mr. President, but... In fact, we have I'm tired of it. I think we should go to the next topic. <laughs> okay, well, can you explain... Um, people crowd surfing at your rally. Well, that was an, I believe that was an African-American congressperson doing it. Yes. And to quote the great Russian philosopher Drago, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> Drago's a philosopher. He's a famous sort of Russian poet. And he, you know, so when I see an African, I go, okay, if he wants to cry, you know, if he wants to, you know, we, call, we don't call it crowd surfing uh, at our rallies, though, because, you know, surfing is sort of a California thing. We what do you call, call it, it? We call it Herman Caning. <laughs> when an African-American goes crowd surfing in a sea of COVID, we call it Herman Caning. Uh. <laughs> By the way, the White House for Christmas will be handing out candy canes in the with with Herman Cain's face on the wrapper. Why, Mr. President? Because oh, Kane, it's a pun. I know, but why? Why he he passed away just recently? Why don't you have some respect for him and his what name? What better and way it? to honor a great businessman and loyal supporter than to put his face on candy for a holiday? That that that, that honors someone. So if someone put your face on like well, an they M&M, say put respect on his name, and I say the new phrase is put his face on some candy. <laughs> That's, that's that's the new that's the new phrase for 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 respect put his I, face on some candy so if you disrespect me during this podcast i'm gonna say tech stuff put my face on some candy mr president you have been trashing fauci lately to the point where it's it seems like you guys are in the in the process of getting a very bitter divorce uh, talking crap about each other. You even said that you would fire him, but you would get bad press for it. You already get bad press. Why don't you just fire him? I don't understand. Okay, well, apparently we got a good tech stuff guy this week. They find the agency finally sent a tough one. I like that. You know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe maybe that's what we'll do because he goes on sixty minutes, which by the way is only about forty-one minutes if you take out the commercials. So it's a total fraud program, and. You know, they they ask him these questions and he's so tough. He's so tough when he's not around me. He talks all the he, he doesn't put candy. He doesn't put my face on candy. 
no. when when he's talking outside my presence, he's always, sir, hello, sir, when he's with me. And then all of a sudden, he's in front of the old people at 60 minutes and he's going, and I call it 41 minutes, by the way. He's at, he's there and he's talking all sorts of trash. It's a disgusting thing. And by the way, he hasn't done a good job. He has a horrible reputation. Nobody likes him. He's one of the worst doctors that I think I was being nice to him by letting him stay. The man is a total, a total failure as a doctor. I think he went to one of those medical schools in like, you know, in the, one of the Mexican, you know, like Guatemala, Mexico or, or Guam, Mexico. I think he went to one of those medical schools. Ecuador, Mexico, a, maybe. I don't think he's a very talented guy. So I, I, I am going to, would you mind tech stuff guy? What's your name again? Uh, Jay. Ray, would you do a tweet at <laughs> yeah. Fauci after the show, please? And, and what do you want me to say to him? What do you want me to write? Just you're fired? Well, say, sir, no one call him sir. Say, Tony, don't even call him doctor. Say, Tony, you're fired. And then use one of those giffies of me <laughs> and put it underneath. It should be like firing someone on The Apprentice. Should it be that gif? Oh, I was going to use the one of me dancing with the great Jeff Epstein. <laughs> okay, we can do that one too. Um, but I, I, I don't understand... Fauci was giving you advice. Fauci was your right-hand man dealing with COVID. And then I feel like when you got frustrated with COVID because people were coming down on you for not wearing a mask and not social distancing and not really taking it seriously, and Fauci was kind of calling you out for that, that's when you kind of turned on him. Well, he's disrespectful, and he was totally wrong. Totally wrong. You caught COVID. No, actually. Well, you're right. I caught COVID. But I caught COVID the way, remember Dog the Bounty Hunter? Yes, I remember Doug the Bounty Hunter. I think he used the N-word once. That's when I started tuning into the program. Okay. He would catch people. He wouldn't, you know, I caught COVID the way Doug the Bounty Hunter caught people. Okay. It didn't have me. I had it. And also Doug the Bounty Hunter, RIP to his wife. Shit. I'm I'm not one to normally say this, but I think she might have had two big breasts. Like they might have been too big. I think it's what killed her. I, I, I respect it. I respect a woman that is so committed to breasts that she's willing to. That is a cause they talk about. OK, we've talked about heroes on this show. We've talked about John Lewis, who is sort of a hero. John McCain, total fake hero. Roy Den Hollander, one of the great heroes we've ever had. Jeff Epstein, a superhero, arguably a superhero. And arguably, definitely. We don't talk about dog the bounty hunter's wife. I don't think there's anything more heroic than having a heart attack because your body can't sustain how big your breasts are. I don't know if that was the cause of it, but they were so big. I thought she's going to, I don't know how long she can last with those, but. I didn't know you were a fan of that show. Well, I wasn't originally. I didn't have any, excuse me. I didn't have anything against it, but it was okay. You know, it's a show. Her name was Beth Smith, Mr. President. Well, it was Beth Smith, okay? And we we, we honor her. We honor her very strongly. But the, you know, Fauci, they talk about Fauci a hero. Right. Fauci's not willing to die for some, you know, whatever they were, Triple H cups. He's not willing to. And what were we talking about? We're talking about uh, Doug the Bounty Hunter's wife. Well, no, he said he was rumored to say the N-word. And I said, okay, well, let's watch the show. 
Mr. President, I'm sorry to hear that your son, Baron, also uh, got COVID as well. Sorry. Oh. Baron, uh, I have to remind you this all the time. You refer to him sometime as uh, Kristaps Porzingis. You refer to him as Dirk Nowitzki. Well, you know, Kristaps Porzingis is from Slovenia, which is close to Melatonin's home country of uh, Slutsylvania. <laughs> How is Baron feeling? I, I mean, I don't... I. <laughs> I'm not one to make jokes. Okay. I'm a very serious, I'm a serious person. Very serious. In fact, I don't know who that is. You, you know, I don't, I don't know. They, they talk about a Baron and, you know, I hope he's okay. I hope whoever he is, he's a nice person, but I don't know who that is. He, he's your son, Mr. President. And he, he got COVID. He was sick with it. Your whole family was sick with it. You, Melania, Baron, all got COVID. Chris Christie's out of the hospital. Are you happy Chris, to hear that? Christie cream. Uh, I don't care. Uh, well, he's alive, so we can acknowledge him. I, uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. Did Bar are you saying this Baron person? Did, is this person the one who gave us the COVID? Is this, is he sort of a secret Democrat? No, he's your he's your child, and I think he probably caught it from you. Or, well, he definitely caught it from Melania. I don't think he caught it from you. So you're saying that Melania can't be trusted, that these two people are sort of trying to bring down my presidency? No, what I'm saying is that you don't spend any time with your son, so therefore you couldn't give him COVID. Melania have, raises him. Have you him, met so. Don Jr.? He's sort of annoying. But Don Jr. never got COVID. We're talking about Barron here. Right, You're because youngest. I don't spend time with him. I was saying, you said I don't spend time with my son. I'm saying I don't because Don Jr. is an annoying little chinless bitch. But I'm talking about Baron, your son Baron, who has who? COVID. See, you don't. Well, know I hope he, whoever he is, I hope he stays away from me if he's got COVID. I know. I'm sure he is staying away from you, like he's been staying away from you for the last 13 years. So. Um, well, I don't You'll know be who fine. he is, but, but if he is my son, he should have to pay parental support. <laughs> parental support? Is that the opposite of child support? He has to pay for you to be his parent? Oh, the amount, no, well, excuse me. The amount of times I have to hear about this, you know, I think fake, not fake news, but fake person, <laughs> Baron. You know, I don't, I don't know. It's, uh, it's a total, dis it's, a, it's a disgrace. It's a total disgrace. The fact that they keep throwing these fake, fake kids. Do you think people are throwing fake children at you to throw you off your game? Children are very important to me. Okay. They are precious. And that's why somebody like the great Jeff Epstein was so important to me because he never forgot a kid. He never forgot a kid. He was a great mentor, a great uh, philanthropist, which is what he, you know, philanthropist because he would fill Anne uh, with piss. She was into golden showers, and that's why we called him a philanthropist. And he was, this is somebody who would, was, being around him, I realized how important our youth, our youth people are. And I would not forget a child. 
Okay, I learned from the great Jeff Epstein how important children are, and I would not forget a kid. Did you watch his documentary? My wife and I started watching it. Very creepy. Extremely. I reviewed, I reviewed it for Rotten Oranges. I didn't our, hear that great review. Patreon. Let me uh, guess. You enjoyed it a lot. Well, I thought it was just, it was, you know, it was a tremendous showcase of a real hero. Oh, I don't know about, about a hero, but no, Mr. No, President. No, I think maybe a 2PC, but the man was a total hero. Well, speaking of heroes, Mr. President, you know, a lot of people look up to athletes as their heroes. <laughs> and we have a very heroic sponsor this week, Mr. President. And can you guess who our sponsor is? You're getting very strong at our sponsors. I would say it's got to be somebody called betonline.ag. That is correct. And Mr. President, we could all finally bet on football. I love betting on football. I bet every single week. And I bet with betonline.ag. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. Now, BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure that you can get in on everything imaginable this season, and that's from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. They also have a casino. They also have odds for the presidency, vice presidency some prop betting you can get in on the season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on win division and championship futures today so head to bet online online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses that's bet online your online sportsbook experts betonline.ag now i have heard some horrible news this is called breaking news oh my gosh what's going on mr president well, some of it's good. Some of it's not so good. Rush Limbaugh says that he is under a death sentence due to his stage four lung cancer. So it seems that one day we won't be able to hear all the beautiful misogynistic and sexist and racist things coming from his beautiful mouth. <laughs> Well. But in happier news, now that we're over that, <laughs> 50 Cent has endorsed Donald Trump. We got Ice Cube and now we got 50 Cent. I wanted to ask you about your rapper entourage because you've almost created a somewhat NWA group yourself. Okay, Mr. President. With a hard R. With a very hard R, okay? You have Kanye West in your corner. You have Although Kanye's Ice been bumped to three. We got Ice Cube, who's a, you know, you hear him. He's a very smart, scholarly type fella. And now we got 50 Cent. We got 50 Cent. And I got to say, you know, 50 Cent, sort of the most muscular of the three of those guys. And BGMP, <laughs> he, has, he has a poster in his office that says, get dick or die trying. And it's a picture of 50 Cent. So we love that. I'm telling you, there's these breaking news. We're getting tremendous tweets from fans. Somebody, I'm going to do something I never do on the show. I don't read that tweets. Just some guy, Ben, a person named Just Some Guy, Ben. Been waiting all day for the newest Trump pod. So I guess that's probably a Patreon patriot if he's looking for the new one today. You know, the poor Probably. people get it yeah. on Wednesday morning, like, you know, like lazy Democrats. 
<laughs> Hopefully during some time frame we can be graced with Mr. President, sir. Mr. President, sir. Do you see that? He's That's a Patreon it. patriot. Without question, without question. Hopefully during some time frame we can be graced with Mr. President, sir's take on the new debate rules. It's great. It's, it's, it's not graced. Well, they pronounce Grace. it different with, ways. Okay. With muted mics. They're going to mute the mics on Thursday. Are they really? Well, that's what just some guy Ben is telling me, and I would always trust some guy Ben. <laughs> and he reminded me, you didn't even bring this up. You didn't even bring this up. I think, wasn't Big A Mike Pence very nice to you when you had him on the show? Yes, I wanted to talk to you about that. He was he knew a lot about me, which was a little weird. Well, and he listens to the show. He's a, he's a total loyal listener. And he's a very, see why very sweet him, man, very charming. You see why I keep him around? He's loyal, but he's caring. Is a great Christian, very caring, and he's got that, uh, you know, get dick or die trying poster <laughs> for the 50 cents. So he's I excited. Heard, I heard you're sending him to an actual truck stop publicly. To he was campaign. there today. He is, yeah. the, and I think he's probably still there tonight. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> he went to a truck stop. You today. know, it's one of those things that when you talk about a podcast, okay, and I mean this totally as Trump. And you say things over the course of years and your listeners sort of hear things and they go, oh, that's funny. That's nice. That's so nice. And then eight months later, it repeatedly happens in real life. You'd think people would be sort of screaming this from the mountaintops. <laughs> Mr. President, sir, Donald Trump, President, sir's podcast is the greatest thing on the face of the planet. I agree. Do you see what keeps happening? Big gay Mike Pence at a truck stop rally. Have I not been telling our great fans, maybe for years, what a great fan of truck stops our vice president is? I've heard he told us about it. He told us that he loves truck stops. And you'd think, you know, strong supporters wouldn't just keep that to themselves, that they'd be yelling at friends, attacking neighbors, beating up people, saying, <laughs> if you don't listen to this podcast, you're ruining America. And it was another example. So, no, big game, Mike Pence. He was at, uh, at a truck stop. And, uh, you know, who knows how long he'll be there. But I know he's, <laughs> he's going to pray with every trucker that wants to pray. <laughs> no, I saw Pat, he brought a, He brought multiple sets of knee pads to the, to, to the rally. So Backup the, knee man, pads. the man prays so hard. You wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. He has like the rollerblading knee pads, the one that have the plastic ones. Well, he wears they... the rollerblades too. <laughs> but 50 cent, we got 50 cent. I'm going to have to share a video with our great people soon. Now, Mr. President, you were, you were dancing at your rally recently. Did 50 cent teach you to dance that way or or Kanye or, or anyone or that just came naturally that was just you feeling the music that's just that's just me feeling the music you know it just it's uh, it just hits me and I want to I want to move you know it kind of looked like a video game dance where if like you press a button and a character would dance on a, on a video game that's the kind of dance it was it was like a very short little gif dance well that's so. what the kids want you know the young people who love me by the way You've got to do this sort of TikTok friendly stuff. Nobody wants, nobody cares about the Michael Jackson moonwalk anymore. That's not enough. That's too much for the TikTok. 
Nobody needs Chris Brown doing all sorts of great dances. They want the Trump dance. They want the simple, anybody can do it, but you got to feel the music. You got to feel great patriotism and great rhythm. And I have so much of both. So it's called the Trump dance. Is that, is that the name for it? Yeah, it's actually, it's called, well, the true, the true name. And once again, you're, you know, you get me a little upset, uh, upset. It's called the Epstein two-step. The Epstein. So he, he taught it to you? No, he didn't. We, no, it was, it was sort of, we discovered it together, but it was, uh, okay. Well, here's the origins of it. Okay. I was going to ask you for the story. Can we go off the podcast record for this? I don't want to, you know, we are off. Okay. We're off. Here's what happens. So we were double, we were on his private Island, which of course everything's legal. So nothing I'm saying here was illegal. Okay. Or on his private island, which was under the rule of Jeff Epstein law. <laughs> and we were with his masseuse, who either either taught eighth grade or was in eighth grade. I don't remember the first <laughs> part of what Jeff said, but she either taught eighth grade, which I think is the case, or uh, she was probably. in eighth grade. Yeah, okay. but I mean, it would make sense. She seemed, she seemed mature. Uh, but she, like I said, taught eighth grade, possibly in eighth grade. I didn't hear the first part of what Jeff said. <laughs> okay. So we're double teaming her, of course. And he's at the front. He's at the, you know, the top. And I'm going to town on her, uh, you know, lady parts. And Jeff, you know, pulled out unexpectedly <laughs> and got some on me. And so I took two steps back out of the young lady and like shook my hands to get the, the Jeff Epstein, the, the, the super powered semen off of me. I was like waving it off. So it was, you know, as you can see in the video, that's what it was. So I had to step back and then I had to shake the Epstein juices off of me and we had a good laugh about it. And we went back to doing what we were doing, but it was, uh, and you know, that then we were drinking that night. Well, I wasn't drinking. I was having a diet Coke. He was drinking. And, you know, we were with, they were either cheerleading coaches or, or sixth grade cheerleaders. Uh, I'm, I'm probably, probably the cheerleading coach. I'm assuming probably, probably the cheerleading coach. Um, but who knows? I'm assuming. I get it's it's whenever you talk about Jeff Epstein, you get so emotional. I feel horrible. It's well, it's well, you know, uh, we'll go back on the record in a second. But it was tough because, you know, that night we were partying with the cheerleading coaches. Okay, and they were, you know, they were like me. They didn't want to drink alcohol. They were all drinking juice boxes. Uh, yeah, coaches, you know, you get tired and they have a... Well, they're setting an example for their, for their, for their, their cheerleaders. Of course. By, you know, <laughs> it, it, I remember it like it was yesterday. They only wanted, they wanted gummy bears and juice boxes. Just a, strictly a, gu- a gummy bear and juice box diet <laughs> on Epstein Island. <laughs> And this is a very emotional today. Very emotional episode. 
So Jeff Epstein, the great Jeff Epstein. The great Jeff Epstein put in some music. Did everyone start doing the Epstein two step? No, 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 no. The dance hadn't been invented yet. It was, in other words, that's how it happened. Oh, I told you okay. the origin, but then the cheerleaders said, could you put in some music, Mr. Epstein? And I liked that they called him Mr. Epstein, even though they were coaches, maybe. And they handed him a tape. It was Raffi. <laughs> was it the apples and bananas song? <laughs> and I thought, this is so great. These are coaches, but they're into wholesome snacks and sort of youthful, you know, nice youth, youthful music, not mm -hmm. like the, the gang banging rap or anything. Right. So they, you know, Jeff Epstein put in the Raffi and, you know, they were, you know, the coaches, the cheerleading coaches were all eating their gummy bears and drinking their juice boxes. And I, I the music moved me. And Jeff Epstein said to me, what if you remember when we were with the eighth grade uh, teacher, hopefully right. teacher? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Remember that move you did? And the, it kind of fit with the music. So I started actually doing that dance to the music, to the Raffi music. So it was, it was a great wholesome time uh, with, you know, just, a, it was a, it was a beautiful time with, with the great Jeff Epstein. Now, Mr. President, the polls are not looking very good for you right now, but I know well, you're going to remind everyone. People are notoriously stupid. I mean, the election polls and oh. this happened in 2016 as well, where the polls weren't looking for you good either. And then, um, you know, a week up into the election, your numbers started to go up and you ended up winning. How are you nervous? Because it, it, I think it's worse than 2016 right now, how the polls look. We are going to pull off such a beautiful upset. It's going to be the greatest upset you've ever seen. The greatest upset you've ever seen. I'm not going to lose to Sleepy Joe. The polls are run by fake news. And they don't want me to win. They want to discourage our great people. But as you saw from my Arizona rally, no masks, no social distancing, no condoms, no consent. That's the full motto of all our, our rallies. And everybody shows up very happy, very proud to be American, very pro-Trump. Did you see a T-shirt at one of the rallies that one of the women were wearing where it said, Trump, you can grab this pussy? Did, did you see that shirt? No, of course she blew me late after the rally. That that was not a Trump caliber woman who I'm okay. Well, that might have been a different one. They're very popular shirts. <laughs> okay, okay. So that's a very popular shirt that's at your rallies that you see. Oh, I see you, it all the time. Do you treat your rallies like a Motley Crue concert from the '80s, just having your your security just pull women from the crowd? With less consent. I don't know if you read the dirt, but we do less consent than Motley Crue. So they're basically not pulled from the crowd. They're kidnapped from the crowd. No, they come willingly. They, they, they show up willingly. I'm, you know, cause when they come in, they sign the waiver that, you know, 
COVID, you, ex you accept the responsibility for COVID and uh, conceiving a child when you walk into my rally. <laughs> okay. Now, you, you had a message for suburban women, um, women in the suburbs, in the country, and you said- Suburban women, will you please love me? Yes. Will you what... please like me? Yes, like me. Yes, me. Your, your, your neighbors are safe now. They're safe because of me, darling. And it's true. The Ever since I stopped going to the suburbs raping women because I'm in the White House, totally safe. <laughs> so rapes have gone down to the suburbs since you've stopped visiting the suburbs? Totally. It's, a, it's <laughs> ever since I stopped going to the suburbs, rapes have plummeted. If, if I don't get reelected, if I don't get reelected, there's no telling how many suburbs I'll go to. And how the rapes are just going to go up exponentially? No, I said rakes, like leaves. Oh. I so don't, I don't, it's always consent with me. There's a, you know, when you're president, consent is automatic. That's in the Constitution. Mr. President, you also said at one of your rallies that you're COVID free and you're talking about even kissing one of the men in front of you. That you was just that? a tease. That was just a tease. The vice president. <laughs> just to get vice president Pence jealous, jealous and a little worked up. Yeah, it's a little game. It's a little game. I play with the vice president. Does he perform better that way when he's worked up? Well, no, he does. I know he watches. You ever see the movie The Beastmaster? <laughs> Never seen it, but I've heard of it. He watches. <laughs> it's bringing me back to the 80s, you know, which remind me of my great times. Uh, no, he watches The Beastmaster. He, he, when he, he's confided in me. Actually, he doesn't tell me this, but I walked in and I have security cameras in his bedroom for security. <laughs> but whenever he's going to be intimate with mother, they do it, you know, he does it doggy style and they put on the Beastmaster on the TV. Wow. I didn't know that about Vice President Pence, that Beastmaster is his, is his, is his, uh, his fluffing. Uh, Loves animals. He's a, he's a huge fan of animals, apparently. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's very interesting. Um, I also want to remind all our listeners that on Thursday, we will be doing uh, the post-debate recap and uh, Q and uh, what is it? Q anon. A Q anon. Q anon. Q anon. Uh, ten thirty p.m. Eastern time. It's only for Perfect Ten. So and Patreon that's written when you're writing that. It's called Q, and then the the and symbol. Mm -hmm. And then N O N. That's our own little tricky way to do it. Okay. Actually, no. Excuse me. It's Q and sign A N O N. So it looks like Q&A. We fool everybody with the Q&A, but when they, we really get them to the Q&A-on. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Um, so it's only for Perfect 10. Uh, that's it. Perfect 10 live. Perfect 10. Going 50 to Cent afterwards. is probably a Perfect 10. He's got a lot of money from selling vitamin water. Yes, he's definitely a Perfect 10. So that's patreon.com slash MPGA. I would upgrade to that. Always awesome episodes. And come in, ask the president a question and hear about the debate. Also, leave a review, people. 
we're asking you right now, big month, coming up to November, election month, leave a review. We're going to be doing lots of episodes, little bonus episodes. To the it's month of the November. biggest month. We need everybody in this. People have been going back into the archives. Everybody's got to review it. Everybody's got to give it the five stars. Everybody. If you haven't done it, you go on the Apple tunes, you do it. It's just, this is what it has to be. Go on people because all the reviews people are saying, I just discovered this podcast. And then uh, my friend told me about it. And I've been binging every episode. Everyone tell their friends about it. Let everybody discover it before it's too late. Mr. President Hunter Biden, you have like a hard on for Hunter Biden, huh? I mean, you won't let this go. It's very, the news, the post ran with it, but Fox News wouldn't even run with the story. So it shows you that it's very shady and not a lot of facts involved that Hunter Biden is doing some business. Excuse me, over- excuse me. I'm done with Fox News, okay? When I was double teaming the two chicks from OAN, mm-hmm. they told me specifically they totally believed the Hunter Biden story with okay. total total strength they totally believed it they know it's true oan has been doing very powerful work and it's fun because every time i show up at oan it's like a contest to see who's going to be wife number four and they all really go all out and what they don't realize is they're all going to lose don't tell them that but you know they think they're going to they're just they're the side piece network mr president it's the news doesn't seem true that's coming out about it, but you are comparing Hunter Biden's laptop to Anthony, Anthony Weiner's laptop, which was there was evidence found of him talking to underage girls. How do you mix the two? I mean, that is one way to spin something and, and bravo, because that's a good job. I mean, I don't understand how either of them have anything in common. Well, I can tell you right now that it's uh, very powerful and we have great evidence and if there's one thing that I can't stand, and everybody who listens to this podcast knows it, it's grown men associating with underage girls. <laughs> it's the one thing that just gets you? It is, above all things, it's the thing that bothers me the most. <laughs> and if Hunter Biden has been engaging in activities with women that are out of age. I think it's important. And I think Joe Biden shouldn't be president. Sleepy Joe shouldn't be president. Well, Mr. President, I, I, I don't think um, what you're saying, they're saying it's, it's business overseas, which is very, very vague. So I don't know how that is. Um, compared to underage girls. But um, I mean, that's like the, the one thread. You well, when I, to whenever right I went to Asia, whenever I went to Asia, we always stopped in Thailand and, you know, had our way with. Don't many, you mean many... Thailand? Oh. You said Thailand. No, I said Thailand. <laughs> I, must, I must have misheard you. I thought you said Thailand, but. It was probably no, Thailand. no, no. Excuse. Okay, I see the confusion. Thailand is an underage bondage club in Thailand <laughs> that I would go to with Jeff Epstein. Well, that all makes sense now, Mr. President. 
always appreciate the time you spend with us week in and week out, especially the bonus episode coming up this Thursday for the Perfect 10 Patreon Patriots, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Upgrade, patreon.com slash mpga, and we still have some of those t-shirts available on our website, mpgapod.com. Check out the shirts, check out the YouTube page. We have episodes up there where you can see the videos so you can see everything that's going on. And um, every episode is up there, too, so you can catch up and binge. Um, leave those ratings and reviews. And, uh, and that's really it, Mr. President. you have uh, anything to say? Uh, no, it was a powerful episode. I think people, you know, other than the off-the-record stuff, I think they, they know everything they need to know. So thanks for listening, guys. Much appreciated. Um, and seriously, we're in the home stretch. That doesn't mean the podcast is ending, but we're never, you know, it's going to be fun. You guys have been with us hopefully for a while, um, but there's always room for more people to join. And this would be, this is, there's no better time for people to pick this up. They, you don't, they may not get the inside jokes right away, but any new listener could listen to any episode at any time and enjoy the shit out of it. So please, as we head into the election, spread the word, uh, you know, join the Patreon, upgrade your Patreon membership. Uh, you know, we'll figure out good, more good stuff. And there'll be a rotten oranges um, at the end of this month uh, for the Ivanka level. Trump will be reviewing uh, Borat 2 and Cuties. Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah. So thank you for your support. Get those reviews in. Spread the word. That's that's. That's it. And if you want to support the show, get one of those T-shirts. They're real nice. Um, you know, that's it. A lot of ways to support the show. If you don't have money, spread the word. If you have money, join the Patreon. If you have a lot of money, join the Patreon and get a T-shirt. So there you go. I think that's I think that's about it. So thank you, everybody, and God help us all. <laughs>